truck and hit the road Our land is our home Welcome back, Arlanders. We have a little bit of a switcheroo on this episode. I'm stoked, though. So Kingston is on the road to Loveland, Colorado right now for the expo. I hung behind because I have to work, and Kingston's just always traveling and shit. <laughs> so today we're actually going to be doing, we messed up on the podcast um, micro SD cards, but that actually gave me a really good reason to do a little bit of a change up. So we have... This week and next week, we're going to bring a special guest. So Kingston will be doing his thing, but we'll have a, someone else taking his place. So I hit up my good buddy, uh, good buddy V, super homie, super talented guy. Just did a crazy road trip, and um, I was stoked to have him here. So his name is I know him by V. That's what the homies know him by. But V, what's your real name? Thanks for having me on the podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, my full name is uh, Vidicha. It's a Thai name that my dad gave me, and I was actually named um, after a cartoon robot that he really liked when he was a kid. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah, yeah, but uh, V is uh, the easy one that everyone can pronounce, so yeah. that's what it's been since I was a kid. So. A Thai. That's, that's a, <laughs> how do you pronounce it again, Vidicha? Vidicha, yeah. That's a sick it, name. Yeah, it's sick. It's not that hard, but you know, hard some people just can't get it. But. Well, it's like Jaime. It's like, oh, yeah. You, what the, you literally, inter- I introduced myself, like, what happened? Jaime. Yeah. And like, Oh, Jaime? And I'm like, how did you just change it <laughs> off of me just telling you right now? It's so yeah, frustrating. You start going by J. Yeah. <laughs> just, just shorten the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> just J. Yeah. We're just J and V. Yeah, gotta keep it simple. Dude. Yeah. This is a theme. Yeah. See, we're like, we're pretty pro, but I guess we're JV, so we're junior there varsity. Go. There you go. That's rough. That was a bad joke. Um, all right, dude. So stoked to have you. Thank you for coming on. Yeah. Thanks for having me, dude. Yeah. Stoked to be here. I mean... Happy how much uh, we've started to get to see each other. So yeah, it's more and more. So yeah, I'm based in Seal and V's based in Long Beach. So I th- we've posted about you guys before, mm-hmm. but he owns a really cool shop called uh, Squirrel Concepts, and it's dude. I mean, I feel like it's just like a full artistic suite of like yeah. all the stuff you can do. I mean, you do work mechanic stuff, you can do build outs, but what would you say like encapsulates what Squirrel Concepts does? Yeah, I mean, um, well, what I do pretty much is um, I build out trucks and vans for overlanding, you know, stuff like that. But the space is, um, you know, um, capable of so much more than that. And it it started with uh, my good friend Eric uh, bringing me into the shop that he's in now. And he does clothing and design work. And, you know, the combination of the two has just created a space for... um, all kinds of activities, you know, you can paint, draw, take photos, you can build, you can, <laughs> and Luna's crying over here. Yeah, we have Luna. <laughs> that's also like the guest guest speaker. Yeah, second guest. Dude, that's pretty epic. Yeah, I, I, when I went to his shop, so it's like kind of a side by side. Yeah. But it's, it's epic because it's like very well situated where one side that he runs his stuff out of is, mm. you can tell it's more of like the arts and yeah. crafts vibe. Yeah. And then your side is more of like the hands-on build out yeah. vibe. Yeah. But overall, you know, it's just um, my goal with the space is just a place that people can come to, you know, and uh, use the tools, use the space, you know, get creative. Yeah. And do what you want to do, you know. I mean, no restrictions there. I mean, I feel like that's like the goal yeah. for like most places. I, mean, I don't know about everyone, but I feel like if you have a spot, it'd be so sick to have like a creative space with it. Yeah. yeah. It, it's always been about uh, bringing people together for me. Even, you know, since I was a kid in high school, I used to, 
throw a lot of parties, unfortunately, at my parents' house. And um, my, my dad, you know. He, <laughs> where did you grow up? In Pasadena. Did you? Yeah. That's so where it, Kingston lives, in Pasadena. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if you've ever seen the movie uh, Project X, but when I was back in high school, it was very much kind of <laughs> that vibe, you know. And um, my dad, bless him, it was always uh, excited to bring people together. And, you know, I think it's a very powerful thing when you can have the ability to bring people together. You know, you should you should do that. Oh, yeah, so. dude. Started as a young age. So uh, your background's Thai? Yeah. Both my parents are from Thailand, but I grew up in Pasadena. Born yeah. And raised there. I don't know if it's maybe like a cultural thing, but like my parents are the same way where it's like it was always about bringing people together. Yeah. Because I'm a Mexican mm-hmm. and I don't I think that's like a very Hispanic tradition where it's just like family's over every weekend. You're always yeah. doing barbecues and stuff. Yeah. So I kind of grew up on that vibe too, I would say. Yeah. Th- Thai is a bit more uh, reserved and a bit more, no. <laughs> you know, <laughs> quiet and proper so i mean i'm sure the pro- the parties and stuff must have been a shock to them but uh, you know they they got with the program did you ever throw like a straight project x party? oh yeah did there you was, there was plenty of with hundreds of kids at the house gnarly which sucks to look back at it's like why did i put them through that but luna <laughs> that's hilarious dude luna please be quiet <laughs> luna's just wanting to be on the podcast yeah, too yeah, yeah that's cool so um okay so we have squirrel concepts you have done you've done plenty of builds now yeah. How many builds are you on now? It's getting up there, dude. It's got to be at least 15 or 16 okay. at this point. Um, most of them ha- hasn't been at the shop, you know, really? because um, this whole thing started as a pandemic business, kind of. It. Um, I was living overseas. I came home. I got stuck at home. And uh, I kind of wanted to pursue this uh, passion of mine, which is building stuff. And yeah. And, yeah, one thing led to another. It's a long story, but... Um, I, well, I think we'll get into it because yeah. it's definitely a sick story. Though. Probably at some point, yeah. But, I mean, I did 10 build-outs in my parents' little garage. No and, way. Uh, and completely destroyed the Just place. sawdust <laughs> everywhere? Yeah, <laughs> yeah sawdust and juggling cars. Like, you know, my parents have two cars. I have my car and a client car. So, And we live on a little cul-de-sac, so it, it wasn't easy. You know, That's was, crazy. You know, you know. So, but you... you so that was in Pasadena. So then you moved everything over to Long Beach. Yeah, you know, I mean, um, Eric messaged me one day that. Yeah, how'd um, you guys hook up? How'd you hook up with Eric? So I used to own a bar in the Philippines. That yeah. I was living over there for a couple of years, and one day Eric stumbled into my bar, and, um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, we became friends ever since that day. You know, but he came back to the states. We stayed in touch. Uh-huh. And, um, yeah, one thing led to another. We're super close now. You know, he's definitely one of my best friends, and not even that. Uh, he's a mentor to me as well for sure you know but yeah so the space opened up uh, with eric and at that point it was like okay are you gonna do this like you know you once you start having your space and paying rent and all this stuff it's like you're just gonna send it you know like yeah you go full send on know, it if i was gonna take the space then this is what i'm gonna do now so yeah. that's so funny eric i can eric is like a. If anyone doesn't know, I feel like most people might know Polymer, the brand, yep. but he's just like a super creative soul. Yeah. And he shreds, doesn't he? Yeah. Super good surfer. Yeah, yeah. You meet him and he's just like long hair. Yeah. Very like very relaxed tone. Yeah. But I can totally picture him just like, because so if anyone like we, Eric was went into V's bar that he owned in the Philippines called the Loose Keys Club, right? Loose Keys Motoculture. Yep. Yeah. Loose Keys Motoculture. And so it was like a super steezy surf bar relax like total hangout local vibe right yep. 
And I can totally picture Eric just like stumbling in there. Yeah. Like, dude, <laughs> sick waves. <Yeah. laughs> you have some cold beer for me? <laughs> uh, Eric, Eric's a inspiration to me in many ways, you know, the way he lives his life and his attitude towards life, you know, but also at the same time, he's not someone to be fucked with. You know, no, dude, he's a it. legend. Like, yeah. Yeah. You know, when it comes to business, you know, he's, he's on the ball. And yeah. To have him there in the space with me, you know, is priceless because like, a couple good things. It's like we both have our businesses, you uh-huh. know, and um, we're not business partners per se. So there's no pressure of like money or anything like that. You totally. Know, but we can just benefit off each other in the best ways. You yeah. Know? And if I'm ever in a jam or, you know, have an issue, it's like, hey, Eric, what do you think about this? Yeah. You know, how, how should I navigate this? And he's yeah. there for it. So. His, he's always down to lend an ear. Yeah. Also advice probably too. Um, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So that spot in Long Beach, honestly, was probably like, the best thing for squirrel because then from there you're able to go do build outs have the shop have your tools have also probably just wood on hand and material on hand to do quick builds too yeah Yeah, and um so you're at you're at 10 to 15 you said somewhere around there you know i I could count right now but i'm starting to lose track which is i guess a good thing you know Um, just like the subtle flex you're like yeah i'm starting to lose count (laughs) I only have 10 fingers, so it's <laughs> definitely more than that. <laughs> no, it's, it's, been, it's been great, you know. Um, I'm still learning how to, you know, use that whole space and, yeah. you know, fine-tune it and stuff. But yeah. it's, it's a work in progress. Here, pull the mic a little, like, more in front of your face. So when you're, you're talking, you're talking like, yeah, exactly. That's good. That's okay. a, Yeah, and I can hear you better. Okay. We want people to hear your voice. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's epic. Okay, what's uh, what would you say is like the coolest build you've done so far? Because you've done sprinters. We'll list them: sprinters, pickups. What? Yeah, I mean, um, a lot of Tacomas, um, and I've done a Ram Pro Master, Ford Econoline, um, working on a sprinter project right now. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it, you know, but there's there's, there's a lot of cars uh, in the lineup, which I'm really stoked to work on, like one of the old F-350s, mm. you know, um, someone wants to get one of those built out, so I'm, I'm stoked to do eight that. Eight foot bed or six and a half? The whole shebang, yeah, the oh, eight foot bed. Those yeah. are big trucks. Yeah, was are. it the old body style? Yeah. Those yeah, yeah. Once I saw the picture, I was like, all right, you might have to <laughs> jump the queue here. Because, <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I don't even know if I have enough room for this shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's... But, you know, I, I mean, I, I like what I do. You know, it's um, it's a lot of creativity and um, yeah, it, it's a it's a good outlet for that for me. Yeah. Also, you like the spot because I I think at some point when you and I were talking about it, I met Eric and mm. I met everyone over there pretty much. Yeah. Um, we were thinking of like, oh, this would be a cool creative space. Yeah. Which he had mentioned earlier t- right now. Yeah. Um, but I can totally picture that whole spot. Everyone's gonna probably see it at some point. But you did all the the cabinetry. Didn't mm-hmm. you build like the whole front retail spot? Yeah, I did. Um, yeah, that's kind of like the beauty of uh, being able to build stuff and getting to learn new tools and stuff because you can apply it to so many different things. You yeah. Know? Um, you, I mean, literally even, it looks like a full blown. Re- it's a full blown <laughs> retail shop that you built. Yeah. I mean, it's basically simple plywood and stuff, you know, but I see <laughs> to you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I, I prefer that aesthetic. You uh-huh. know, it's a, it's a very simple way to build, but I think it looks great. You I know? think it looks sick. Yeah. You see a lot of new houses coming out now and stuff with, you know, using that aesthetic and hundred percent. That's kind of the new thing, but it's not the new thing. You know, it's <laughs> kind of been around for a while, but yeah, that's awesome. Did you do any of the work over at the loose keys too? Um, not so much over there. You know, there was, um, I was living on this, uh, tropical Island with, uh, not much access to tools and stuff, you know, really, and, you know, a lot of respect for the guys that build out there because they're doing it very basic with hand saws and chisels and stuff like that, you know, and, so um, sick. so they, they've kind of gotten dialed it, 
gotten it dialed as much as they can, you know, yeah. over there. So they kind of built the building and, um, I didn't get my hands too dirty over there. You're just there. running basics, the day-to-day stuff. Yeah. I had my hands full in the sense that I had, was starting a new business, uh, you know, learning how to, I mean, a bar is difficult. You got to keep track of all this inventory, inventory. and all this shit. That yeah. Just, and, and then to do it in the Philippines was even worse because, um, it's a little bit backwards over there. You yeah. Know? I mean, and there's a lot of things to learn with doing a business in a new country and yeah. how you've got to play that game. So I was, I was pretty much uh, focused on did that. Did you have but partners though? I did. I, I had one uh, partner, um, Aussie, uh, Aussie guy, uh, Fitz, fucking legend. You yeah. Know, just probably the best surfer I've ever met in my life. <laughs> um, but also just, uh, down for it too. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was, he's just down to do the business. Yeah. He, he was another guy that's just, uh, I admire him a lot for his uh, business prowess, I guess. It was, yeah. You know, and I mean, there has, anytime you have a startup, you have to have some tenacity yeah. to just get shit going. And you got to be able to say no, you know, something that I'm not that good at, you know, I'm a very giving person. I would say, you know, I want to yeah. make everyone happy and I want everyone to um, get the best that they, they can. That's you know? hard. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm, I think everyone learns that because if you think about it, Eric is older mm-hmm. and then this guy, the Aussie guy, he's older too, right? Yeah. How old is he? Mid thirties. Yeah. I mean, and we're in our twenties. So it's like, I think it's something you learn that like your time is so sensitive and precious Mm -hmm. when you're starting anything. Yeah. And sometimes pleasing people is just not the way to go. Yeah, for sure. But you know, I I think it's something that you just have to learn in the process. It's, it's not something someone can tell you, you have to live through it and you got to make the mistakes, you know, it's the only way. How was, uh, okay. So we squirrel concepts up and running. Um, I think one of, the most iconic builds that I've seen you do obviously is your own truck mm-hmm. just cause I saw it like you were showing me pictures of like when you first got it, how you found it, yeah. so on and so forth. Yeah. It's a, uh, what, 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 what's the platform? It's a, it's not a Tacoma, is it? No, it's a 1994 Toyota pickup. Yes. Um, so it's, uh, the last generation of the pickup before it turned into the Tacoma. What's the year of it again? What's that? What's the year? 1994. 1994. I was just with my buddy. You might follow him, a Toyota called Amelia. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just with him up north. Yeah. He's got a late 80s, right? 85. We're going to take a quick break and thank our sponsor for this podcast, Onyx Off-Road. V was just, we're going to get into it, and he just did an insane road trip from Long Beach, California, all the way. Where were you, V? We went all the way. We did a full loop of the United States, um, and I can't recommend onyx enough for a trip like that because we did a lot of uh off-roading off-highway trails and yep. without onyx uh it'd be much more difficult to find <laughs> yeah. v with the plug yeah onyx <laughs> off-road find an open trail near you 852 million acres of public land to find 60,000 plus camper uh, campgrounds and cabins uh tons of open trails points of interest i mean it has everything so go to our show notes get you a discount for onyx off-road and back to the podcast you Dude, did you see Jack was at the Wayful? Yeah, I saw him, man. I, I did send him a message because he's surfing with my idol right now, Jerry Lopez. You know, Dude. I've been obsessed with Jerry, forever. Yeah. Jerry, I've read your books. I've uh, <laughs> Jerry, if you're listening. Uh, I love you. <laughs> Jerry, if you're listening, this is V. V, I'm, I'm the biggest fan you ever had. Come find me, man. I'm in Long Beach. <laughs> if you ever have a free board, give me a free board. <laughs> yeah, please. Yeah, that's crazy. He did that whole... Um, like the video submission for the Jose Cuervo challenge with Surfline. Cool. He used these mics for like the voice. So it sounded so clean. Yeah. And he freaking got like, not the first place, like the grand prize. Yeah. So a couple of free stay, d- days there with Jay Lopez, like 
everything comped. I mean, literally the whole night. Yeah. I mean, he's a talented guy and he deserves it for sure. But yeah. Well, that's how we met, right? Was to do Jack. Cause Jack kept telling me about you. Yeah. And then I was like, all right, like, yeah, I'll meet him at some point. And then that one day yeah. I went to ambitious Hills, and I was like, are you there? And I just swung by with yeah. some beer. Yeah. 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 That was cool. Yeah. So thank you, Jack. Getting <laughs> us together. Connecting the dots. And I think Jack actually went to high school with Eric's son. Yeah. They, or, or Jack was telling me there. some funny ass stories about <laughs> them growing up. And that's, that's when I knew I was like, all right, Eric's for sure. The homie. He's like the cool dad, you know? Yeah. And uh, Reed too. Shout out to Reed. What up? Who? <laughs> Reed, Eric's son. Oh, okay. Reed. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met Reed before. Okay. You will one day. He's he in probably the Coast Guard right now, but oh, he'll is be he? back soon. Yeah. He sh probably shreds. Yeah. If, yeah, Jack, Jack was telling me that. Uh, yeah. Eric is an absolute shredder. So, <laughs> um, yeah, dude. So I want to hear more about the road trip. So let's just like overview of it was like, what, 10, 10 different like points of interest. Did you have anything planned out? But like, or did, were you just like, I'm going to send it and figure it out? Yeah. You know, I mean, we kind of sat down before we left for the trip and like, how are we going to plan this thing out? You know, we had one month to do it. My girlfriend, Mariana, she's a teacher. So she started oh. school today. So we had a date Damn. that we had to be back. Crazy. Um, and we found it kind of hard, you know, like uh, to set up like where exactly we were going to be, you know, and, and then we kind of decided that the best way would to do it would be to set kind of like a milestone, four of them, you know, because we're on the road for four weeks and even then we didn't really stick to it, but like we kind of got within the rough range. Yeah. But how it really ended up working out was um, find somewhere to camp, you know, either if you have service, do some research that night or aim for somewhere six to seven hours away from where you are, you know, and um, this is kind of cool where Onyx came in because I, I could pin a point on the map six hours away and then like, are there any trails there uh -huh. that I could dip off onto and find some BLM land or um you know find a place to stay yeah um a couple other things we used that were really good was hip camp hip, hip camp, camp is the shit dude i really recommended it you know in california it's a little bit bougie where it's like you know you're finding your 300 dollar night airstreams and Going stuff to fucking napa valley you're like yeah. it's all vineyard shit yeah but the rest of the country man i, I swear it's like and first of all to have a place to pin and drive to uh -huh. you know if you're gonna get in late and you don't have the time to look for a spot or something like that that's really, really powerful, you know, yeah. but also to have, man, we were camping on people's farms, like just out what? in the middle of nowhere with private lakes. And we were the only people there, you know, and off of hip camp, off of hip camp. Yeah. $25 no. a night. And you have what? this whole farm. They give you firewood. They're super nice. You get to meet people from all around the country. Were know? they all super chill? Yeah. Did yeah. you, did you, I mean, I think that's like everyone's scariest mm -hmm. thing going into like that far of a trip Yeah. or even road trips. Cause a lot of people aren't really that keen to road trips. Mm -hmm is the stuff that can go bad. So they start playing all this stuff in their head. I'm going to, you know, run into someone I don't want to, mm -hmm. or it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. Did you ever feel like at any point you were in danger on the road? Not really, dude. My shop's in Long Beach and like a sketch ass. Uh, <laughs> it's not, you know, I mean, it is. It's like right by that bodega. Well, I mean, the thing is like the, the, where my shop is in Long Beach, it's right on the border of, you know, industrial yeah. and like gang war zone. So it's yeah. like you're right on the cusp there and you just see so many people. I've worked late there at night, yeah. you know, and um, no, there, there was no point that I really got uh, scared or nervous in that sense. You yeah. Know? More scared sometimes were bears and stuff like that. Oh yeah. You know, Cause you were in, you camped in Montana and, or in Wyoming. Yeah. There was right. a lot of places in bear country, like Tennessee and in the, in the uh, woods and forests over there. 
Um, but also, you know, we have Luna. If uh, somebody comes poking around the camp or the truck, Yo, she's bark. going off. You yeah. Know, so that's a good good thing to have. Too. Did you run into any wildlife like cougars or nothing bears? crazy? No, um, a lot of deer yeah, and stuff deer. like that. You know, but um, we were hoping to see a bear. I wanted to see a bear. You know, yeah. I just uh, didn't want one coming up onto the camper. <laughs> yeah. Just break the window. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I feel like that's always like kind of. I've saw. A, I only had like one encounter in Sequoia, okay. but it was like at such a distance, but I was like, damn, that was epic just to see a black bear. Yeah. I think it was a black bear yeah. um, in the wild. Yeah. But the last thing I would want is having, I know they're skittish. Like yeah. I've heard the only thing we'll probably see is like, a, I guess, brown bears in California or black bears maybe, but if you make noise, they'll dip out. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to deal with that yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, my biggest fear was like, you know, Luna likes to be off leash and she likes to explore. She loves nature and she's yeah. always out there running around. Just, uh, you know, I would hate to have some sort of encounter of Luna some mountain bear lion. and I'd have to jump in there and <laughs> get all crazy. You, know? <laughs> you just thought, <laughs> you're like, I would hate to have to kill the yeah, bear. Exactly. My bear <laughs> all hands, confident yeah. about it. <laughs> That's funny as fuck. Yeah, Luna is uh, is V's dog. Or, um, well, my That's girlfriend's dog, technically, but really? I mean, um, yeah, we've kind of taken it on together. So yeah, yeah. Um, is she a shop? She's not a shop dog. Does she kick it to the shop a ton? She does. She's she's getting better at that, you know. Yeah. But um, the thing is, when I have her there, I can't have the doors open because uh, she could run out onto the street or something. I mean, she's still young. She's a year and a half. Yeah, so she's a puppy for she, sure. Yeah, still learning, but okay. So you had some waypoints on on the road trip, dude. Mm-hmm. Um, you said you'd plan like just for safe for safe having like six seven hours of each point just so you're not overdoing your drives yeah exactly i I didn't really want to drive too much more than that it it did happen you know we had some days uh i'll tell you right now the worst day that we had was uh probably the second to last day of the trip Uh um i was on the northeast coast or the northeast tip of nevada we had stayed in that hotel in in a motel for the night and um we're going to cross the state of nevada and come into california to end our trip and um we left the hotel, um, made good time. You know, we left around like eight o'clock. Uh, it was a seven and a half hour road trip in front of us. Uh-huh. Um, so we drove an hour out then we got a call from the hotel saying, Hey, you left something really expensive. And I was like, Oh my God, like it was my camera. Oh fuck. Um, you like, left your camera? Like my, the Sony a seven. And uh, like things were like running through my head. Like, man, can he ship it? Like all this shit. How far were you from the motel? An hour. Point? So it was 50 miles, but what, what ended up happening is we had to drive an hour back to the hotel, then an hour back to the spot that we were at. Yeah. So that, you know, seven and a half hour road trip turned into a 10 hour something ordeal Easily. and, you know, definitely pushed our buttons a little bit. But um, you were kind of getting like that angsty because it was also towards the end of the road trip where you like you've been sitting in a damn car. Yeah. For so long. Yeah. And I also had already, you know, had it in my head that we were done with those long drives and then bam, <laughs> like, not yet, you know. whatever though. I mean, yeah. that's the type of shit where it just, Oh, that's what I, yeah, inevitable about yeah, road trips. Yeah, huh? Definitely. And if that's the worst thing that happened, I yeah. feel like that's like, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you did, you did have to do one tire change. You just had a, what was it? A flat? Yeah, it was, um, you know, the tires that I put on the truck for this trip were the tires that I got with the truck when I bought it almost a year ago. Um, but they are Michelin Pilot Sport LTX AT2s. Shout out to Michelin. Michelin, man, <laughs> incredible tire. Actually? And yeah, I mean, the thing is, like, they were a bit dry rotted and they were a bit old. I knew that. But the thing is, the comfort and, you know, um, you get on the highway is just unmatched. You yeah. Know? And for, for a trip where I was going to be mostly on the highway, I was like, I have to put these on, you know. It's actually really smart. If any, like, for listeners, I feel like that's a really good tip. Yeah. Is to 
because everyone wants to go like we're gonna go on a road trip yeah. i'm gonna throw on all trains or muds yeah maybe yeah. it'd be good to have a separate set where it's like these are my street tires maybe it's still a bigger yeah. bigger rubber yeah. sidewall mm-hmm. but you don't have to have what are they like kind of like off highway on highway tire yeah i mean they, they are an all-terrain but um you know i've had them in snow and mud and they're solid you yeah know, they, they work just fine i think you you in that situation you have to be honest with yourself too yeah. it's like am i going to be spending more time on the road or on the dirt you for know? sure and to have a mud terrain to do a cross-country trip stoops <laughs> It's going to hurt you. <laughs> that's, a, that's a proper. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's so, funny, dude. I mean, the mud trains look better. Yeah, sure. Yeah. But, um, you know, you got to take things into account. <laughs> <laughs> it's always. And that's the funny part about like this the overland culture is like, yeah. I feel like the majority comes down to like aesthetics mm-hmm. and sometimes just literally the functionality, which is what is meant to be for overlanding. Yeah. But then I think we get so hung up on the aesthetics of it, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah. Did you even have recovery gear? Yeah. I mean, um, I was decently well prepared you know i had straps and okay. um i had a scissor jack uh oh. shout out to my friend adam who got that to me nice um i had a bunch of tools um pretty much enough tools to rip the transmission out <laughs> if i had to <laughs> i think know. i saw yeah, yeah. You, you were excited to bust out the tools yeah yeah i mean the basics you know, yeah no recovery stuff. boards no 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 you 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 shopped over at gtfo before right yeah. with kurt super yeah, yeah. shout out kurt gtfo yeah long beach Great super guys. nice guy mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but the go treads, yeah, Kingston always bring up the go treads, yeah, because they're smaller, yeah. Um, you know, I've never dabbled with that. Um, I've always erred on the side of simplicity, and this is why I really like you guys because, uh, you know, you were on the same page there, but they're good to have. But you know what? In a situation where I needed to get myself out, I would find something to stick under the tire. That's what happens, and get it out, yeah. Um, I've listen to a lot of people that have had those uh, traction boards and they've used it a couple times, you know, one Literally. or two times. Um, I also, you know, I, I grew up spending a lot of time in Asia and uh, the way things are done there are not the way they're <laughs> done here. You know, like you'll get yourself out if you have to. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> people are like, it's so funny when you see videos of like, oh, especially in Asia, I yeah. feel. Cause they're like, everyone here is like, I need my boots. Yeah. I need my like weatherproof pants and my, you know, my parka. And they're just over there like, Give me some sandals, yeah, shorts, and my tank top, and I'm off roading and living my best life yeah. out there. You know, dude, I've seen dudes uh, wire whole buildings in flip flops in the rain. <laughs> you know, <laughs> OSHA is that a, is that okay? OSHA, <laughs> you need to look at that Instagram account. It's called OSHA's Disapproved. I, I, I follow that. It's one, dude. so That's good, so dude. Good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. All right, so um, you did how many states? I'm not sure. We just got back. We haven't counted. Uh, we haven't. I can tell you, we did eight thousand forty-two miles total round trip. That's not that bad. That's not that bad. Yeah, I mean, um, but I, I was, I mean, super stoked to have gone that far. Yeah, and uh, we kind of skipped the south, you know, because it's just so hot. I didn't want to be roasting three days through Texas, so no. we went through the middle, went through Moab, Colorado. Mariana's got a grandfather in Wyoming and uh-huh. like, we spent a couple of days there, which was awesome. You know, he's got this big farmland and a couple cars to tinker on and I, I could live out there for sure at yeah. some point. And uh, Tennessee, that was a big highlight going through the Smoky Mountains, you know, and you're camping by running streams so and sick. beautiful. Uh, New York's cool. I used to live in New York for a bit, so it was good to see some friends and, uh, you know, give uh, the truck a wash and 
there's a shop out there I was going to when I was in college, uh, JD Auto Repair. Um, he used to work on an old Jeep that I had. It was a Jeep XJ. Uh-huh. So it was nice to kind of just roll up and surprise him. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Did he know him. you were coming? No, he had no idea. Dude, he must have been like, holy uh, shit. Yeah, he, he's like, a, his name's John. He's a classic Brooklyn Italian guy. And <laughs> I, I used to just, you know, skate over there after school, have a couple beers. And, yeah. uh, you know, just shoot the shit with him. So to see him again, have him work on my truck now was really great. So... Yeah, then we left from there and kind of just uh, trucked our way back, went through Chicago, um, and then, man, South Dakota and Montana are incredible. I've heard only great things about South Dakota. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Idaho, uh, which is underrated, I would think, you know, but thanks to Onyx, I mean, we found this incredible trail that was like 50, 60 miles, um, you know, about over four hours on that trail of just... And we were lucky because we got it in the rain. So it was um, mud holes, you know, slip and slide and everywhere to rock crawling to being on these trails that, you know, had the grass grown back into them what? because it hadn't been driven in so long. And you found, and it was like an actual functional off-road trail. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. freaking awesome. Yeah. Dude. And it was mapped out perfectly. So what? Yeah. Was, How amazing is that? Yeah. Really cool. And you know, it's like, um, we went through this thing too, where we were dipping into national parks and, uh, you know, really like i mean wanting to see them you know but yeah. realizing really quickly that we were finding better things outside dude i think that's one of the biggest takeaways when you start getting on public lands yeah yeah there's so much more out there and there's not a line of 50 fucking rvs you know trying to drive up there everyone taking the same <laughs> fucking photo yeah. there's like 50 people taking the exact same angle yeah you know yeah yeah, like we dropped, we dripped into arches up in Moab. Pretty sick. The arches is gorgeous. Yeah, it is sick, you know, but man, the lands around there, dude, like you, you'll see some shit. Yeah. 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 yeah, that's insane. I mean, you did, I feel like you did that romantic trip that everyone wants to do in their <laughs> pickup truck. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I yeah. haven't, I just, I feel like I would need, I would want to do it with like a buddy, yeah. I think, you know, like maybe two cars mobbing out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all the way to New York. That's crazy. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I had a great uh, co-pilot. My girlfriend, she's rock solid. She's awesome. <laughs> yeah. and, uh, Shout outs to the yeah. co-pilot. <laughs> and uh, Luna as well. Um, they're just a yeah. really good pair to be on the road with, you know. And definitely, you know, like uh, being in a relationship, like that is definitely a tester. You oh, know, for, 100%. Yeah, but, I think that's um, like the best test that you can do when you're just getting into a relationship is just go camping with yeah, them. Yeah, you really get to know somebody that way, you know, be stuck with them in a car for a month and uh, <laughs> happy to come back and report that it was just smooth sailing the whole way, so. <laughs> <laughs> Bees in love, dude. <laughs> dude, I'm, I'm saying this because I know she's going to listen to it, so I uh, got to shout it dude, out. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> You're just blushing right now, dog. Oh, stop, stop, stop. <laughs> you like this soundboard effect? Yeah, I don't know if I like it, but <laughs> <laughs> I know you had to put it in there. <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Yeah. All right, so what's uh, your back? You're back. You're not going to be doing the big, big road trip for a while. Um, I mean, are you? I don't know. Well, I'm not, I'm not too sure about that. You know, I mean, um, it went so good and so smooth that I'm already, like, I was already starting to think about the next one. And, for sure. You know, um road tripping through America is easily doable. Yeah. I'll tell anybody right now that wants to give it a shot, you know, um, if you forget anything, there's a Walmart super center oh. 20 minutes from wherever you are, yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> even though I hate, hated like dipping in there, you know, it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's there, everything's accessible, so you can do it. But, um, and it, it, you know, doing a trip that long, it kind of, uh, 
you kind of think of distance in a different way. Yeah. You know, um, whereas before it was like, if it was a four or five hour drive, you'd be like, ah, oh, damn, you know, it's kind of far. Yeah. Now it's like, dude, that, nah. that's cake. <laughs> yeah. You know? And you, when you see on your GPS, like two and a half hours to go, I remember seeing that on my phone. I was like, oh, we're uh, almost there. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so it, it, it kind of redefines it. And so my next trip that I'd really love to do is uh, I'd like to go up to BC, British Columbia. Oh, I've heard only amazing things. Yeah. One of our homies, the, actually the guy that de- does the intro, August, mm-hmm. um, for the podcast, his girlfriend he met in BC. Okay. And he's been there before, but now he's going pretty often. Yeah. He spends his time on a a bison ranch in montana or bc i mean literally the most like what the fuck that's so sick huh but every time he posts something on bc it looks epic dude yeah Yeah. green water i mean Mm -hmm. it just like looks perfect yeah i've never been out that way i've never well i guess i have been to oregon but i've never really explored it too much and that whole coast um yeah it draws me in so how far is that from us to bc i'm not sure uh i think i think uh if you wanted to do that six to seven hour a day pace, it'd take you a couple of days to get there. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah, I feel like that's doable. It's definitely freaking up there. Mm-hmm. It's going to take, a, it's going to about a two, two day straight drive. Yeah. 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 I, I think I could do it uh, if, you know, I was working around uh, my girlfriend's schedule or something. We could do a two week uh, yeah. winter trip up there, you know, and. That's something I'm a little bit nervous about to do a trip in the winter. That but is I'm, a lot harder. It is a lot harder, but it's also something I really want to give a shot. Yeah. You know. So you, and if anyone follows V or uh, Squirrel Concepts, mm-hmm. you would know he did it out of the pickup truck mm-hmm. on this road trip. But would you, in the future, would you say you're going to stick to the pickup or would you go like Pro Master, Never van, switch, no. Stick to the pickup? Yeah, 100%. Now, you have that camper. It's a mid-rise <laughs> camper. Well, yeah. How about... Like switching it up to like yeah. uh, like one of those GFC campers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the camper shell that I bought for my truck was a little $200 camper shell <laughs> that I got on Craigslist, you yeah. know, and, um, but it's done the job. It, it needs uh, a little bit more sealing up and stuff like that. But I don't think I, I need, I don't have a desire really to get anything. Really? Yeah. I think I, I could totally picture like for long road trips, having mm-hmm. one of those quick, yeah expandable campers would be cool too yeah yeah i mean it it, it works yeah uh, as it is and i i feel like the the setup is dialed in you know um if there's modifications that are going to happen to the pickup it's going to be mechanical stuff like (laughs) you know i'd like to maybe lock the rear um and just a couple things here and there yeah you know and the toyota pickup i just think it's um the perfect overland platform oh I, i really honestly to my core believe that um but you do yours is a pickup so would, i don't know would you say the tacoma would you throw the tacoma um, in there because that's the if you're talking overland market and yeah. parentheses or quotations overland yeah you're driving well, around california it's all you see is tacomas sure and there's a couple things i i take into consideration when i throw that claim out there you mm-hmm. know um the tacoma is great you know and that the tacoma is what got me into a pickup in the first place because I saw the sweetest third gen Tacoma parked at a surf spot in Big Sur one day. And I was like, yes, (laughs) that's me. That's going to happen. And then I was looking for Tacomas and then we went down to Baja and this was when I was stealing my dad's car to kind of go around, do these trips. And my friend Max showed up in a first gen Tacoma, um, you know, one of the older ones. And I was like, oh my God. Like, and he kind of pushed me over the edge. So I started doing some serious research and then found the pickup, uh-huh. you know, and I was like, this is everything I want. Totally. You know? um, 
and I love the look. It's classic. It's timeless. You totally. know, and I was lucky enough to get mine for about seven grand. That's great. And it in today's market, it ran pretty of. well. It was it was basically solid except for, you know, the radiator was leaking a little bit. Yeah. Uh, which also was a great thing because it really got my hands in there, you know, and I sure. overhauled the cooling system. And that set me on this trajectory of trying to find mechanical perfection per se, you know, <laughs> so everything got changed. Um, but then again, it's such a simple platform to learn yeah. and work on, you know, it's uh, all the information's there. Um, so that that's one factor, you know, the cost, uh, the ease ease to work on. Um, like you, I, mean, I remember when we first met, you were like, I can go to any auto zone across the nation, yeah. and yeah, any mechanic from here to Argentina can probably work on it. So yeah, you know, it's uh, it's reliable, it's fixable. Yep, parts are available. Yep, um, and it's simple. There's there's not a lot going on to break. Good, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think that's like the number one thing. Yeah. I mean, you can joke like, yes, people like are like, I, I never understood it. People are so brand centric with cars. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm a Chevy only or a Ford only, t Toyota or Tacoma, whatever. Mm -hmm. It's like, I will drive whatever as long yeah. as it's reliable. Yeah. You know, like I know people that have had Chevys mm -hmm. for like ever in their family. Same mm -hmm. with Fords, like F100s that are becoming super trendy again and stuff yeah. like that. It's like, as long as they're easy to work on yeah. and the parts are easily attainable too, yeah. I'm game. Yeah. But the more, they, and that's another thing too, is like, I like our trucks because you're, you're, everything is manual in yours, mm -hmm. huh? That's yeah. my truck too. Yeah. So it's less stuff to fail. Yeah. Exactly. Like sure, heated seats and stuff sound cool, but like, mm -hmm. that's yeah. just another, something else to break on the freaking truck. Yeah, you know? for sure. And, and I think like, uh, you know, it ties into like kind of the essence of overlanding too. And like the guys that were seriously exploring, yeah. you know, um, these lands you know, before all this craze, you know? Yeah they needed something to get them from A to Z, but also QRS to UV, you know, get to all those spots too and yeah, do good. it reliab reliably. You know. <laughs> should, that should be a t-shirt. Yeah, it should be. Overlanding, get to A to Z and every letter in between. Yeah, exactly. There That's you funny, go. dude. There's your next shirt. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> so bad, huh? Dude, that's good. Um, yeah, I think... I think I'm really, really excited because now that you're back and you're obviously planning, like that's why I was asking you about like what other road trips you have in the in the pipeline. But when before you took off, we had talked about like, okay, we have the space. What is some cool stuff we can do together? Whether it is uh, with Eric mm -hmm. or just between Squirrel and Easy mm -hmm. or whatever, even our land putting it in there. Mm -hmm. um, but I think we're gonna work on that more. Yeah. The one that I thought was really cool. It just seems like a lot of work would be like the. Like the Overland swap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd really love to do that, you know. Because um, it kind of gives people... The reason why I thought that was cool, beyond the fact of community, is like showing people you don't always have to buy brand new. Yeah. So if it's like a winch that someone used like five times, it's essentially brand new. Yeah. And it has another life on someone else's pickup. Yeah. Or all terrains that are like maybe 80% used or no, 80% still tread left, you yeah. know? Yeah, So that could be a fun thing to do. I'm really big on that, dude, and that kind of ties into sustainability and stuff. Hundred percent. You know, you're into um, clothing and all that stuff, so you you, you understand. But um, you know, it, it's like buying new versus going to a thrift store and buying something that's already been produced. For sure. You know? um, 
And you can get good stuff out there, dude. And you don't need the newest, best, most baddest thing to get the job done. (laughs) Yeah. um, I mean, it's always tempting. Yeah, it is. To get like the coolest something. But it's at the same time, it's always nice to just like, oh, I got this at a great deal and it's super functional. Yeah. It's it's about balance. Yeah. Just as anything is in life. It's, um, yeah, you know, some some things uh, you don't need brand new. Some things you do need brand new. Yeah. Yeah. Zen Masters V over here, dude. <laughs> you just, it's just all of health balance. Don't have to confine yourself to any one thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I love it, dude. We're just getting all into it. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's cool, man. So are you, are you going to go back to the shop today? Yeah. Um, I've been back there yesterday, too. I think Eric's about to do a Harley ride up to San Francisco. Saw so we're getting his bike ready. And uh, I got a lot of work lined up. So... Um, kind of trying to manage my schedule a little bit better. Um, big part of this trip was being able to kind of step away for a second and reevaluate how, you know, things are done and how I want to run this business. Yeah. Um, so definitely got some time to think that through. Um, and to see where you want to take it, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, it, I don't want it to go too far into this, uh, you know, I want to take it very not so seriously. Yeah. You know, the, the core of it should just be people can come to the shop and get quality work done, but also in a relaxed environment, you know, um, I don't want it to be like one of these shops where you drop it off and you come and pick it up and blah, blah, you know, like I, I want them to be, I want them to come and hang out and, you know, shoot the shit. And, and you guys creatively come up with cool shit together. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah. You should follow, um, one of our buddies has a shop up North called how Hower- built. Okay. Um, but it's kind of the same vibe where like you can drop off your car and they can do it, mm-hmm. but the shop is also very, very relaxed yeah. where, um, it looks like there's a lot of creative ideas that pass through mm-hmm. and they're always working on their own cool creative shit too. Yeah. And it's like a very like, um, very hands-on environment yeah. because if not, if, and if your goal is to make it like a goose gear and just like always producing mm-hmm. like every, like you had to have booked out months in advance yeah, and that just, is not the plan. No. <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I, I don't, don't want to go. They both have animals in their name. Oh, goose gear. <laughs> yeah. Concepts. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing, nothing too serious. You know, I, I had a client that I did a build out for and I'm so happy that, he messaged me, you know, a couple weeks later and he was like, Hey, like I need to work on my truck. Can I come in and use the tools? And like, fuck yeah, dude. Yes, you can. Yeah. You know, um, anything you need, you know, come by and yeah. doors are open for you. Yeah. Especially if you're going to be there. It's also nice. Like I do enjoy people come in here mm-hmm. if they wanted, like I always offer it. It's like, I have like some equipment that you can always make like samples or whatever mm-hmm. you want in here. Just come and use it. Yeah. Even like the podcast equipment. If like you want to use podcast equipment, come in here. Yeah. Cause it's, it definitely brings more of like a creative energy into the room mm-hmm. versus always trying to be like, Oh, it's mine. It's mine. It's mine. Yeah. Like, or yeah. business only business, like yeah. no, no time for like making a creative space too. Yeah. yeah. I think I would probably just burn out. Yeah, for sure. Uh, the create creation is, yeah, that's definitely uh, the priority. Yeah. hundred percent. Keeping it fun yeah. and light. Um, well, I think if anyone wants to find your stuff, it's only, it just start. How'd you come up with the name squirrel concept? <laughs> Because it's such a random name. <laughs> uh, you know, yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of the name now. I mean. <laughs> What's the story, V? <laughs> You're looking all shook Man, it, it started um, when I had gotten, came back from the Philippines to visit my parents. You know, first of all, the bar was never closed. It was uh, shut down. Um, 
indefinitely indefinitely you know like all the stuff is still there so i came home to visit my parents um not to stay here full time i was gonna i had to take it back oh okay you know? um but then obviously with all of covid i got stuck and i couldn't really go anywhere um and yeah you know i've been woodworking and stuff for a while before this um but <laughs> I was on Instagram one day and I saw <laughs> this guy had built a little bench for his squirrel. And I was like, holy shit, dude, like awesome. Like, <laughs> I need to make some, you know, and I was making these little squirrel benches. Actually, straight up, dude, just for fun, you know, and like I sold a couple or whatever. But it, that <laughs> wasn't like the business idea, you know. <laughs> um, but yeah, then that kind of evolved into like, OK, I'm building stuff now. I got all the tools out. Yeah. Like, do you want to go back into this camper kind of deal? And like, yeah, I wanted to give it a shot. So that paved the way to start building again yeah squirrel benches you know so so it was literally squirrel concepts yeah i mean it, it, was, ori- it was originally <laughs> um gonna be squirrel works because my dad used to work for uh nasa and jpl okay and he was in a division called skunk works you know when they were building under airplanes underground and uh-huh. stuff like that so i kind of like that kind of integration as well that's a cool name yeah it is yeah um, kind of reminds you like skunk records from like sublime lbc you yeah know? yeah yeah there you go um but also like you know i didn't want to confine myself to just be a wood shop you yeah. know like um i wanted i love mechanics and dare to say it that i love mechanics more than i like woodworking you know yeah um, anytime i'm wrenching on a car it's pure bliss but yeah uh, you just kind of get lost in the sauce yeah, huh? yeah but sometimes with woodworking i can get a little overwhelmed or stressed out you know um but yeah you know it, it had to be something that encapsulated a bunch of different things that we can do there you that's why concepts it because it's always conceptualizing cool shit yeah i guess so um <laughs> and we don't have to go into this today but I, 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 <laughs> you're I like listened. Well, we're like the next podcast i'll be on <laughs> uh, i listened to this incredible podcast on squirrels when we were on the road dude what the hell <laughs> you just stoked they on they are incredible <laughs> creatures and not to be fucked with dude. no they'll not, fuck you up not to be fucked with and just very briefly there was like this like uh study on squirrels that were like um preying on meat you know, oh my and, gosh. But the, the, the kicker was that they were playing mind games with animals. Basically, like they were making themselves like so open and seeing that other animals had gotten comfortable with them, you know. Um, and in the case of like, you know, maybe somebody stole all their acorns or it was a big winter and they didn't have enough food, uh-huh. but they could tap into their meat source uh, in a time of need you know, if the um, planet didn't supply them what they wanted. So basically they were, you know, getting animals to, you know, notice them around and not think twice about them. And then they would pounce. Like what, what would they take down? Like a, it's like a rabbit. Well, they're, yeah. I mean, um, smaller mammals, but they, there were like rumors of them taking down like big, like cows and stuff Shut like that, up, like, dude. which is not, um, I'm not, I'm not going to go too deep into it because, you know, um, if I could find this podcast for you now. I, yeah, I, I, I wish. Do you remember the name of the podcast? Uh, I, I, no, I do not. I mean, <laughs> oh, I think it was like things you need to know or something like that. Huh. Know, or I feel like a, is, it's probably a, probably a, probably a yeah. popular podcast. Pretty, right? pretty popular, yeah. There's one that's like, I think, how things are done or something like that. Mm-hmm. that i've heard about maybe it's some, something around that same line mm-hmm. that the fact that i didn't know that squirrels could be um what is it omniv- omnivore when they yeah, eat exactly. plants and meat yeah yeah, yeah. it's uh 
Yeah, it's it's mind blowing. What? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> so belligerent, exactly. dude. That's exactly. good, um, dude. Well, on that note of squirrel <laughs> concepts and cannibal squirrels, dude, yeah. I love it, man. I appreciate you having you coming on, B. Thank you so much for having me, man. Yeah, of yeah. course. Uh, give them that squirrel concepts. Is that like a specific way to do the Instagram? No, it's, it's just, just one word. Squirrel yep. concepts. Do they have a website? Not at the moment. Okay. I mean, all that stuff, uh, it's going to come eventually, you know, but yeah. stayed more focused on actually just getting work done. You For know? sure. Um, That's definitely a big aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and then stay tuned. If we do some type of event, it'd definitely be a public event. Yeah. Just depends on when the stars align and we can get that done. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thanks again, dude. Really appreciate you coming on. Appreciate you, man. All right, everybody. V special guest for this episode hopefully kingston's enjoying his shit over in lovely colorado <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure he's having a blast hope yeah. he sells his truck yeah hopefully he sells that truck yeah. 90k let's go <laughs> <laughs> all right v we'll see you on the next one dude. all right man take care bye guys load the truck and hit Sick. the road all land is our home